the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been... Four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon here this week with Casey Smith, none other than Carl Canty Smith. That's right. You don't mind. <laughs> it's Carl with a K, so yeah. you know, get, Carl it, get it right. Carl with a K. All right. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard anybody else with that middle name, that Canty. Yeah. It's a, it's a good Irish family name. Is that yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I've heard that. it as a last name before. Learn something new every day. And uh, the other voice that you hear is none other than Dr. Roger Tuttero. Dr. Tuttero is a professor of economics at Kennesaw State University, holds the Hensler Financial Chair. Right, endowed chair. Yes. Endowed chair. There we go. There you go. Is there anything else I missed? I know you're. No, the, that's it. That's, that's You've uh, got to be the most honored person that ever shows up on our radio no no it's fun to be with the old the old family every now and then <laughs> yeah, and see how things are going well i'll tell you this it's always good to have you uh wow. you you always have a different perspective and hopefully uh we have some good conversation today about various things economics um let's start off with what the market's been doing it's kind of the the old show um staple um this week, last five days, we see the S&P 500 is up. Uh, I wasn't on the show last week, but if I was, I would have been right because I always see the markets going up. Uh, yeah, sorry to ruin the ending for you, but uh, that's, that's kind of <laughs> how it works. Uh, energy, huge gains in energy this week, up 9.72%. That's been the way it's gone for the last couple of weeks. Uh, industrial's up 4.15%. Uh, we do have some... Detractors, utilities down 3% in the week, and uh, healthcare down 1.5%. Now, healthcare had quite a rip after the election. Um, I think biggest thing that uh, the folks in healthcare were thinking, I know United Healthcare really took off, uh, that uh, we weren't going to have a full uh, reversal to Obamacare. Um, you know, call it what you want. I guess the uh, uh, what was the official name? I don't even Affordable remember. Care Affordable Care Act. Yeah. Affordable yeah. Care Act. There you right. go, the ACA. Um, <clears throat> so um, we've had a little more news on, on that front. And uh, obviously anybody, if you haven't been under a rock for the last three weeks, you know that uh, the national control of uh, Senate is going to come down to a couple of races in Georgia, neither of which were decided on November 3rd, as we would hope. Uh, we do have the, the regular election that would have been the, the uh, seat that uh, David Perdue currently holds. Right. Um, and then we had a special election that was uh, uh, Kelly Leffler actually currently sits. She's the incumbent, but uh, she will be facing off with uh, Raphael Warnock. Is that right. the one? Yeah. Right. So, uh, Interesting election night on the Senate side. There was an expectation uh, by some on the Democratic side that they would take control of the Senate. Actually, if you look at it, the three seats that flipped, you know, were the two in Arizona and Colorado, which were largely expected to go Republican or Democrat. And then, of course, um, in, in Alabama, where the Republicans replaced uh, Senator Jones. So that that gave a net gain of one. But actually, the two three interesting ones were not those. It was 
North Carolina and Iowa, which were both seen as right. toss-up states, and the Republicans maintained them. And then I thought one of the most amazing upsets of the night was Susan Collins in Maine, who ran down in right. almost all the polls and ended up winning by like 8.5%. Yeah, it was big. Uh, I mean, compared to what they thought. And like you said, uh, negative in the polls, thinking she was going to lose the seat. Uh, I read a story since then that said basically the locals, it came down to the fact that they were just fed up with all the, the attention that, w- that they were getting. And, uh, hey, sounds like what we might deal with in Georgia in the <laughs> next month and a half. Yeah, right? if, if you happen to be a consultant or sell media for a living, it's going to be a great six weeks. But, yeah, um, no doubt. Yeah, the open question is going to be it's hard to imagine that, that, that you will see a lot of splitting of the ticket, and so it probably will go two, two to nothing one way or the other. Yeah. But uh, there's going to be probably more money thrown around in this campaign than certainly anything in Georgia history. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I like to look at is some of the betting websites. Right. Uh, no, I don't have a problem. If I do, uh, you know, I'm sure I can find <laughs> the 1-800 number you're supposed to call. But uh, You've got a problem, is, Troy, but you may not be gambling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one problem? What are you talking about? I got a whole fistful. But uh, the, the thing that I like to do is look at predictit.com. Right. Uh, it's not a, a paid advertisement without a doubt. It's just a place that I like to go. It's, uh, you know, when people put their money where their mouth is trying to determine what the election will be. I did notice this week that uh, 30% chance, uh, 30% probability as, uh, you know, shown on those websites that uh, in both races that we'll have a Democrat in those seats. So the inverse of that, 70% uh, likelihood, according to predictit.com at the moment. Um, Seems like the know. market is reacting favorably to that likelihood that, you know, we're going to see potentially a, a split between the White House and Congress, and, and the market seems to be pleased with that outcome that, you know, right. chances for rolling back the uh, Trump um the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that seem less likely in that yeah. scenario and things like that that uh, the market seems to be appreciative of at this right. point. Right. Yeah, shared governance sometimes, or gridlock as some people would call it, it can be a way to kind of protect us from our own worst tendencies. So. Yeah, and, you know, the market has actually done well in those scenarios. Right. Uh, I think maybe even a little better with a Democrat as president with the uh, with the one or the other House of uh, Congress being uh, controlled by the opposite party. So, uh, you know, history is telling us that it's not the absolute worst thing to have, uh, have I, I like the way you put it, I always call it gridlock, but uh, split governance. It makes you sound a whole lot <laughs> more intelligent. more PC. <laughs> yeah, even if you say it with my accent, I mean, <laughs> you sound a little smarter. Um, all right, so uh, some of the other things that we've been looking at, uh, 465 of the 500 S&P 500 companies have reported, so we're getting toward the end of earnings season. Um, looks like growth is negative. Uh, earnings growth down almost 8%. Uh, sales growth negative 1.5%. This is all relative to same period last year. Uh, when you look at surprise, though, tells a whole lot different story, don't it, Casey? Yeah, and the surprise is really where the market makes a lot of the moves. I mean, you know, right. at the end of the day, they're pricing in what they think is going to happen, so a positive surprise is going to move the market in the positive direction normally. Right. So that's kind of what we've been seeing over the past few few weeks and months and uh, as we've started to see the third quarter earnings roll in. Yeah, we saw a 19% uh, better earnings than expected across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, big differentials, uh, energy, which, as we just noted, uh, had a huge pop this week, over 9% positive. 
uh, 79.39% better than expected uh, in in uh, energy sector. Um, if you compare that, it's not even measurable. Sales were still uh, off by one-third. Um, yeah, earnings growth is not measurable. Though. Yeah, well, the problem <laughs> is it's hard to compare negative to a previous negative right, so, you know right. we've had several uh, several quarters of negativity and hey let's face it since 2014 energy has struggled yeah um you know we had uh, had all kind of things going on um that was back 2015 you know we had the the issues with the arab spring and uh, an uprising in the middle east um based on the fact that uh, energy prices had been managed so low by right. Saudi Arabia back then. And uh, we did recover some, but uh, we're right back at it well, now. Well, the fact that you've got so much production that we've kind of become less reliant on, on foreign oil over the past you know, few years, it, it's right. definitely uh, created more supply and right. uh, stabilized some of the pricing. So Yeah, and our friends, you know, the, the Russians and the um, in the Middle East have not really cut back production as much as some people thought. Correct. So guess what? When supply exceeds demand, you get the price right yeah. so, uh, well in the last few yeah. weeks now I will say and this is part of the reason that we saw prices up above 42 bucks again just in the last few days right but uh, you know when we they report reserves every week uh, this week we got a report uh, expected to be over a million barrels came in at like 600,000 so uh, while it doesn't seem like a, a huge amount as a percentage it was big uh, all prices obviously go up on news when uh, supplies obviously not being outstripped right. um and, and of course that is a sector where the election results could should play in eventually but with the third quarter data we're looking backwards we're going back right, right. you know a good five weeks before the election oh yeah no doubt and uh you know demand is still not 100 percent um you know even though we had more planes flying they're still not full right. uh you know so so and of course we got the, the, big the spike in covid cases now that's gonna probably play into it a little yeah, bit yeah exactly um it, it kind of surprises me still when i look at the uh, year-to-date numbers on the s p 500 uh, this is including uh dividend 12.71 percent higher on the s p 500 Normal, we would expect, is about 10.5%. So yeah. we're having a better a than normal year. year. Uh, Dr. Tuttero, does that seem reasonable to you? We had a 34% decline uh, in the S&P 500 from February 19th to March 23rd. We had a 31% pullback in GDP yeah. in the same quarter, right? <clears throat> right, 34 bounced back in the third. But, yeah. but the thing to remember, this is, of course, not measuring broad economic prosperity we're looking at here the return on the stocks and any, again part of the reason the fed takes short-term rates to zero is to kind of pressure the, the risk on trade mm -hmm. and they were very honest about that no 809 so of right. course i don't know many other places you can park cash and get a lot of return right now yeah That's no doubt sure. yeah they, they're, they're trying to get you to get off the sidelines and invest all right well let's take a real quick break when we come back we'll have a dog of the week and various other questions All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice 
of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.